We're back, folks, here on WrestleRant Radio for April 2nd, 2020, days away from what should be an exciting WrestleMania weekend in Tampa, what has become an empty arena WrestleMania for the very first time, two-a-day extravaganza, live from the Performance Center, zero fans. A lot to talk about here today on WrestleRant Radio. But again, as we always do every single year, the WrestleMania prediction panel, we're bringing it to you live with not one, but two special guests. First, Alexis, I don't think you've been on for a Mania prediction panel before, so first, uh, you welcome to the show. Of course, hello. And then, as always, we can't do a, a big four pay-per-view prediction panel without the one, the only, the illustrious, Mr. Marceau, RJ, <laughs> welcome back to WrestleRant Radio for like what I feel like is the fourth or fifth consecutive month. Sounds good, GS. I'm always down. How's uh, your quarantine going? I'm, hey, I'm, I'm breathing. <laughs> your social distancing <laughs> is effective? Yeah, yeah. I'm still, hey, not sick yet. Not sick yet. That's all you can really hope for. Alexis, same for you? Yeah, I'm alive, so that's good. This is the quarantine edition of WrestleRant Radio. Hopefully this is the first one and the only one we'll ever have to do. And uh, Mr. Marceau, a year from now... And I've told this, you know, story before on the live stream for WrestleMania 31 a couple days ago. Mania 30, um, what is it, 37 next year? I'm losing track. Los Angeles, we're going to be going from your wedding, hopefully, to L.A. Because you're getting married on the Friday before Mania next week, or next year, my brother. Uh, that's true. And it not being pushed back so far as of now? this point, nothing's been uh, pushed back or anything. Thank God. Honestly, I could care less about Dynamite getting canceled, all this other shit. As long as the Mr. Marceau wedding, the RJ and Molly wedding is still intact, that's all I really care about, to be honest with you. Perfect. Hey, it's still, still planning on uh, March 26th. We'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to Dynamite on August 5th. I had my Orange Cassidy shirt ready and everything, and I was so pissed when you texted me saying I got canceled. I mean, it was only inevitable, but like, I was still pissed anyway. Yeah, exactly. I just got on my uh, MJF shirt, too. I'm pissed. Pissed? Yeah. Alexis, what were you planning on wearing, or are you going to keep it a surprise for uh, for August 5th? Wait, so it's still happening August 5th? I mean, it got moved. Yeah, for now, anyway, yeah. Yeah. Okay, good. Um, I have no idea. Oh my god! Well, you got you probably got, probably my Hangman shirt. Okay, well, you got four months to figure it out. A Hangman shirt would make sense, but Mr. Mar- what'd you say, RJ? I'm dying. He goes, well, you have four months to figure it out. <laughs> hey, you got a lot of quarantine time. You got a lot of time at home. You got a lot of time to look at your wardrobe. Um, any aspirations, Mr. Marceau, between now and August? I know, again, a lot can change between now and then. Of uh, SummerSlam weekend. Again, I know this This could be very well canceled, but uh, are you still planning on going to either of the two shows that weekend? I'm planning on it, depending on how this whole COVID-19 stuff figures itself out. I mean, yeah. I- I'm still planning on going. I mean, I mean, like you said, anything can happen. So yeah, uh, just gonna wait until anything like resolves itself before I buy anything. But yeah, that's exactly. That's what I said to someone uh, the other day on Twitter. I think it was Sal because he was talking about Raw was supposed to be here at Mohegan Sun in Connecticut um, later in April. Obviously, that's not happening. But I said we were going to SummerSlam weekend, but I haven't bought anything and I don't plan on getting anything. Um, until we know for a fact that it's happening. I mean, again, it's August and it's four months away, but like we talked about before we went live here, I don't see this getting, I don't think it's going back, I don't see things going back to normal for a while, not because the cases won't go down, but I feel like they really want to take extra precautions with this, and I don't know, people just got to stay home and wash your fucking hands, like, just, you know, especially for wrestling fans, like, you know, we were at Mania Weekend last year, smelled a lot of BO waiting in line for a lot of shit, just, you know, take a, a shower. Too. What'd you say? A lot of pee smell. Dude, the bathroom at Mania last year when I took a piss break during the uh, 
fatal four-way women's tag team title match, which was abysmal. The literally waiting in line could just see people walking out. Like, wash your hands, please. At least just make it look like you washed it. Like it was disgusting, absolutely putrid. And like you're not missing anything. It's a, it's, a, it's the iconics are winning the tag titles. Trust me, you're not missing shit. So don't worry about it. But um, anyway, so wash your hands. That's the message here today. But we are previewing WrestleMania 36, again, two-day extravaganza. I have no idea what's going on what day. So we're just going to go straight through the lineup here. We'll start from the bottom, work our way up. Um, beginning with, why not, the Raw Tag Team title match, the Street Profits just announced facing the newly formed duo of Austin Theory, Angel Garza, supposed to be Garza and Andrade, Andrade got hurt with a rib injury, Austin Theory, I guess because he lives in Orlando and he was the last person that was free that day, um, they pulled in Theory for the Raw tapings, he's going to be teaming with Garza this weekend for the Raw Tag Team title, so the outcome seems pretty predictable here, but Mr. Marceau, who do you see going over, the Street Profits or this new team of Theory and Garza? I think uh, Street Profits probably win here. If anything, the only kind of like positive in this match, it gets Austin Theory on like a bigger stage. I mean, he's been on NXT for a couple months now, losing a lot, but mm-hmm. he's a good hand. I think he's like 22 years old, so he's young. It's a good opportunity for him. Uh, but I think, like you said, it's kind of predictable uh, with Street Profits winning. But I think it should be a good match. I think uh, Garza and Theory are both good in the ring. Should expect a, a pretty good match out of them. Yeah, Theory's a really good hand in the ring. We were just talking about him on Hashtag uh, just yesterday. But, uh, yeah, he's a good wrestler. It seems like a random call to have him be in this spot. Um, but at the same time, though, that, uh, you know, the guy just debuted. And, you know, they're, they're, I, we just got done talking about this. But he should be in NXT for a little while longer. There shouldn't be an official call-up. To have him win the titles makes no sense. But Andrade and Garza, I mean... That team would have been, as, as random as this match is, and I don't blame them for this being random, because this whole show's a, a mess. It's obviously a mess on paper. They didn't have much of a choice. The AOP got hurt. Uh, Murphy got hurt. It, the whole thing's a mess right now. So they had to plug someone in there. Garz and Andrade made sense. Andrade got hurt. Um, but Theory should be cool. It should be a fun match, even without a crowd. That Street Profits... No, I'm sorry. It was Garza and... Um, I think it was Garza and Andrade versus Rick, Ricochet and Cedric a few weeks ago. It was great. So if it's anything like that, this should be a lot of fun. Uh, Alexis, again, kind of the same thoughts, but uh, your thoughts on Theory and Garza going for the tag titles this weekend? Um, I would love to see Garza win, but obviously it's not going to happen just because I'm a huge Angel Garza, Garza fan. But, I mean, I don't see anything else happening other than like the Street Profits winning. What's the over-under on the Garza theme song getting uploaded to uh, iTunes or Spotify in the next week? The dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. Wait, did it? No, no, no I'm saying the, oh, what, what are the chances of it happening? Oh, my God, it has to happen. That and the Io Shirai theme. No, 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 no. How hard did you pop Mr. Marcel for Io Shirai's last week uh, return on NXT? Rip my pants off. <laughs> like Garza? <laughs> like Angel Garza? Like Garza, I ripped my pants off just <laughs> Who's got the better theme song, Mr. Marceau? I know already. I already know the answer to this question, but I want to ask you anyway. Eddie Guerrero or Angel Garza? Uh, Hesitation! Has to be, I mean, it has to be Eddie. I'm trying to think of Eddie. Latino heat. Eddie. Even, even the, his original one. Uh, Latino. Yeah, that one's good, too. Even Viva La Rosa is better, but yeah. I mean, that's better, too. Oh. Yeah, two great themes. Monster. Uh, m- monster amazing themes. I, I enjoy them both. For the SmackDown Tag Team titles, we don't really know what's going to happen with this one because Miz apparently got sick and he showed up to the building like an idiot. Um, but Miz and Morrison versus New Day in the Usos Triple Threat Tag Team Ladder Match 
for the SmackDown Tag Team Titles. Uh, first, Alexis, I'll start with you. What do you think they'll do with this match? Assuming it doesn't happen as planned. If the Miz got sick, he had to pull out. Do they have it be a normal match without the Miz involved? Do they not do the match? Do they do Morrison versus a one member of both teams? Like, what do you think they'll do here, and who do you think will win? I think I think they're gonna do what you just said last. Like, they'll have one member of each team. Wait, it was three teams, right? Yeah, the Usos, New Day, Miz, and Morrison. Yeah, I I think they might just take like one member of each team and do like a triple threat type thing. Um, but I hope Miz and Morrison would still retain, but. I'd be pissed at the New Day one. The Usos, it just kind of seems a little random. But I'm thinking Miz and Morrison will retain, and yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. They just won the belts a little over a month ago. The mm-hmm. thing is, in my opinion, I, I don't think they're winning. My prediction is that the Usos win. Not that I would love... I mean, I like the Usos. Really? Yeah, so here's why I think that. Because Miz and Morrison just beat literally the entire tag team division Elimination Chamber. So, like, if they already beat every team... Who's left for them to face? Like, we've already seen them in New Day. The New Day have had God knows how many tag team title reigns in recent memory. The Usos, at least, to their credit, have not been champions in a year. When they lost the belts to the Hardys like, a couple days after Mania, about almost exactly mm-hmm. a year ago. So I wouldn't mind that they won the belts in Mania. It's not a big deal. Miz and Morrison can always get them back. And they have an out for losing because Miz isn't there. So I think the... And I also don't have a ton of title changes on this show. Unlike last year where we had like eight... So uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that we don't have them retain here, that they won't retain, and that the Usos probably pick up the victory. And it sucks because if you do a standard triple threat, it leaves out Big E or Kofi or one of the Usos when it's not really their fault. Miz Mm -hmm. had to be a moron and show up and get... I mean, it's not his fault he got sick, but like... Anyway, that's besides the point. Um, I I think they... I think Miz and Morrison lose the titles here. Maybe they regain them soon after. Um, RJ, isn't that what you thought would happen to a standard triple threat? And who do you think wins? Yeah, I saw someone say it on Twitter, like, when's if they just did, like, a standard triple threat, and then whoever wins, just the team gets the titles. Um, I, I, I'm with you on this one. I think the Usos won here. Um, they pretty much, I feel like they were all close to winning at um, Elimination Chamber, and then they, they're the last team to get eliminated. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, if, they, if Miz and Morrison retain, who's there for them to face? Because they basically beat everyone at this point. Um, so I'm going to go with the Usos, and... Uh, yeah, yeah, I see that happening too. I think it's I think it's gonna be a good match. It's a shame that it got changed because on paper this sounds awesome and it, the, the the timing is perfect because I think today actually when the episode goes up marks 20 years since the first ever triangle tag team ladder match at WrestleMania 2000 with the Hardys, Dudleys, and uh, Edge and Christian. So it's cool to see it, but unfortunately it doesn't look like it's gonna be a tag team triple threat ladder match as opposed to just a triple threat regular uh, ladder match. But I think I forgot to say it before, but obviously I have Street Profits retaining. Uh, we then move on to another equally random match here between Aleister Black and Bobby Lashley, which is clearly just designed to get both guys on the show. I can see no reason for this match happening aside from that reason. Um, I've heard reports that Lashley either was or is in quarantine, so I don't even know if the match is happening. I have no clue. But assuming it does happen, RJ, who wins, Bobby or Aleister Black? I would say Aleister Black. He's been on Raw the last couple of weeks just crushing jobbers. So, I mean, I think Black needs to win more. Um, it's like it's a completely random match just to get both guys on the card, but I, I would say you'd you'd have to have Black win here. Lashley's kind of just not, I don't think he's been on TV for like a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know when the last time he was on the show. I think maybe Super Showdown, if not soon after. Actually, no, he beat he beat some random loser on Raw, and they were still doing the full arenas, but that was weeks ago. 
So it's been, it's been about a month since he was last on the show. Bonus question though: How beautiful does that um, black mask kick look every time he hits it? Oh, when he hits it on all the jobbers, it looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great finish uh alexis your thoughts in black versus bobby oh alistair black's winning all the way the guy's only lost one match in a year he's got to win here i mean he, i mean he has absolutely to, I, I like I, listen i like bobby lashley but to have him beat alistair for no reason just makes no sense which is exactly why they would do it but i don't think they would have him lose <laughs> here um so i got alistair black as well from smackdown the match that we're all looking forward to. I'm surprised I'm not saving this for the main event, but we'll just get it out of the way now. Elias versus King Corbin. Um, <laughs> after the essential murder of Elias that we saw on SmackDown last week, you know, killed off Mufasa style from the platform at the Performance Center. Um, I can't, honestly, I just, I can't go on with this. Who gives a fuck? Who cares about Elias versus King Corbin? This is one of those things where it's like, I like the fact that the show is two days, but at the same time, if this is the shit that we're going to be getting from the show being two days in the future, I hope it goes back to being one day, because you know for a fact that these guys would be in the Battle Royal if it was still one day and we still had the Battle Royal. Either way, though, Alexis, I'll start with you. Any expectations for this dream match of epic proportions whatsoever, and who do you see going over? Okay, I don't give two fucks about this. Don't <laughs> care. Um, just because they love Baron Corbin, I could see them doing that, but I don't. I don't know because I haven't been watching. What is this SmackDown? I haven't been watching SmackDown at all because it just sucks. I mean, after, who has? After, yeah, exactly. It sucks. And after Bray Wyatt lost, I'm like, why? Why do I care? Like, I don't give a shit. So <laughs> I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna tell you, I don't care who wins. So. I don't have a prediction. Well, Baron Corbin, I guess. But I okay, we need an actual prediction here, but okay. We'll no, go. I'm, I'm, I'm rebelling. All right, you said Baron Corbin, so I'm writing down yeah. King Corbin here. Um, <laughs> I'm going to say Elias just because, listen, King Corbin has already had his WrestleMania moment. He won in his Wrestle in his main roster debut at Mania four years ago in that Battle Royal. That means yeah. absolutely nothing. He had that, and he won last year. He beat Kurt Angle. So, I mean, for the guy... Yeah, but it's Baron Corbin. But the thing is with Corbin is that I could see him beating a guy like Roman, which he has before. But I can also see him losing to a guy like Elias because it doesn't matter where he is on the card. And the, th the issue is that I like Corbin. I do. But the King stuff is just gone on way too long. Like, way too long. It's just it's just unbearable television at this point. And um, the match matters absolutely none at all. Elias has never had a mania moment. He's just been buried by Cena for the last two years. The guy needs a win. Um... I think this is better. I hate to say it, but I think it's better than Elias versus Cena, which would have been an absolute joke. So it's better than that, I guess. But it's still like I just don't care. Um, but I do see Elias winning. Give him his moment. Uh, Alexa said Corbin. I say Elias. What say you, Mr. Marceau? Um, I guess I'll say Elias. I mean, this match, I really care less if it happens. Um, I'll go with Elias like your thought. Uh, Corbin already has his moment. And like you said, he'll beat Roman one week and lose to the janitor the next week. So... Uh, I'm just going to go with Elias and hopefully it's a one minute squash. <laughs> yeah. I hope it, I hope, I hope it's at least five minutes cause it gives me enough time to go to the bathroom and whatever. Yeah, but, exactly. Bathroom break. Yeah. Bathroom break, get some food, you know, despite the fact everything's closed, but either way, got to get my cheese. It's out. Got to get my chips out, you know, get a crack up, crack open a soda. So we'll say, um, but I have a last winning open, uh, going over here as well. Um, WWE women's tag team titles. 
Honestly forgot this was even on the card. I know they just announced it on Monday. Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Fun fact, it was actually this match where the Kabuki Warriors won the belt in the first place, which they have not brought up at all because no one remembers because no one fucking cares. The titles mean nothing. I might as well, at a time where we're running out of toilet paper, use these belts to wipe my ass with because no one <laughs> cares at all about these women's acting titles. Um, I like the I like the uh, Kabuki Warriors. Easy for me to say, but and this is another match that could go either way because it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who wins. Um, my mindset is, and I've already discussed this with Mr. Marceau so many times that they've already beaten everyone in the division. I mean, i.e., like three other teams, the Kabuki Warriors. So like, there's no one else for them to face. So you might as well just drop them back to Bliss and Cross. I could see it going either way. I think Bliss and Cross will win because I mean, who cares? Why not? Um, but yeah, that's what I see happening. So I'll start with you, Mr. Marceau. Who do you see winning here? Uh, Bliss and Cross with the Kabuki Warriors. Um, uh, one second. Like to, I mean, uh, what do you even do with who wins here? That's kind of my question. <laughs> what do you do with who loses too? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> what do you do with the entire division? Throw it in the trash is what I yeah. say. I was just going to say that. Um, I guess I'll go with what you said, Cross and Bliss. But I, like you said, I just I don't know what you do with the division once because they've beaten everyone too. So um, yeah, I'll go with them. But like you said, from there I don't know where you go from there. Mr. Marceau, how is it possible that Kabuki Warriors, Bliss and Cross, the Iconics, everyone you know, GSM and his mother have gotten a reign with the tag team titles, but Mandy Rose and Sonya have not? How is that even possible? Because they don't know what to do with them. They've been stopped, pushed a million times. <laughs> um, I, you, you're telling me. I, I have no idea. They haven't even sniffed the gold yet. But they just. I, I think it's like it's a love hate with them. It's like one week they love them, the next week they hate them. So it's stupid. It's just dumb. But that's how it's been for them. I was thinking about this. You rewatched WrestleMania 34, yes? Yes. How did they not do, because they talked about this on Total Divas, and I have every reason to believe that they were right. They were going to do the whole Sonya-Mandy-Gay relationship thing. They were going to kick it off at Mania last year. They didn't. They, they cut it. They, didn't, they weren't even on the show. I think they were in the Battle Royal. They didn't do that, but they had Balor come out with the LBGTQ community at the beginning of WrestleMania 34, despite the fact, as far as I know, he's not bisexual. Does that make any sense to you whatsoever? No, but that's why WWE does it. If it doesn't make sense, it means they do. <laughs> so why the hell not? Uh, back to the question at hand here, Alexis. Who do you see winning, Kabuki Warriors or Bliss and Cross? Well, the problem is, um, like they're they're pushing the the Kabuki Warriors, which I I can't stand them. They're so annoying. Um, <laughs> they're so annoying. They're like, oh my god, it's like two kids going going out for like candy and Halloween. It's like shut up. But. They push them like so hard for some for some unknown reason that I could see them winning, and it just seems random for Bliss and Cross to win. I mean, what what show are they on? Raw or SmackDown? I don't even remember. They're sm- the funny thing is they were, they were drafted to Raw, and then they got moved to SmackDown in that random trade like a day later. Remember that? <gasps> yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they're on SmackDown because they were like they were like shit. We don't have enough women. SmackDown. <laughs> I think because they said why because we said why and they said fuck you. That's why. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Well, okay. So yeah, I don't watch SmackDown really. So I don't... <laughs> you're missing the, <laughs> the A show. You're missing the, the A show on there. Um. So I don't really give a shit. But 
I don't know. I, I could see them giving it back to Bliss and Nikki Cross, but what do you do with them, and what do you do with the Halloween kids once they lose? Who cares, is my question. Who gives a shit? Who cares? In the garbage. Like I said, at a time when we're ro- running out of toilet paper, just call the Kabuki Warriors or whoever wins this match and ask them for the title belts and use that instead, because these titles mean <laughs> absolutely nothing. Um, Otis, Otis and Dolph Ziggler, um, a match I know for a fact would have been on the kickoff show had this actually been a regular, normal pay-per-view. The thing with this match... Don't really care about the match itself, obviously, but me and Mr. Marceau have discussed this quite a bit, you know, ad nauseum, a new word that Alexis learned today. Um, that, no, yesterday in one of your articles. Oh, correct. Um, that this has been the best storyline going, aside from Edge and Orton, in my opinion, at least on the SmackDown side. At a time when we had dog food and Goldberg and all this other stuff, I think the Otis, Mandy, Ziggler, Sonya love triangle, if you can call it that, storyline, has been so much fun. Otis has been getting over to his credit. Um, I feel like he has to win here. I know Dolph finally getting his one-on-one Mania match after almost almost a decade and a half, and then losing to Otis, who's making his Mania debut. Is, you know, it sucks for him, but who cares about Dolph at this point? Um, I think it's you know it'd be a cool moment if Otis wins. You know, he gets Mandy afterward, whatever. Um, so I'm going to say Otis, but I can see a situation where Ziggler picks up the victory because he is more credible than Otis. I mean, the guy's a former U.S. IC world champion. Otis doesn't want shit. So I, I kind of get it. But I think it'd be a nice moment if Otis won, despite the fact there's no fans there. So, Alexis, your thoughts. Otis, Ziggler, who gets the girl in the end? I really want Otis to win because I, I love him. Like, he's he's gained so many um, fans and so much popularity just by being himself. So I think that's one of the very unique things about him is that, like, if it wasn't for his personality he wouldn't be where he is. It's because of himself that he's so popular, mm-hmm. but I could also see them just giving it to Ziggler because fuck you. That's why, or, <laughs> or maybe because they want to continue it, but it's WrestleMania. So I think Otis is going to win. Yeah. I hope Otis wins. Um, how many times do you think he says, Tucky? you take a shot every time he says Tucky. You, would you die? Yes or no? Probably. Yeah. Yes. What'd you say? Mr. Marceau? I said, yes, yes, easily. Especially at a time where people are stocking up on alcohol with it deemed, uh, with it being deemed essential. It's an essential <laughs> business during this time of lockdown, which is amazing. Um, probably watching after the show, it may, it may make me want to drink, even though I'm straight edge, so we'll see. But I have Otis winning as well. Uh, Mr. Marceau, Otis Ziggler, who gets the girl in the end here? Has to be the Otis. I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, you got to tell the story right. I mean, the end game in the story has to be Otis and Manny. I mean, I could see, like, Sonya maybe, like, trying to involve herself to help Dolph win. But, I mean, I think Otis I think Otis wins. I mean, he gets the girl. I mean, it is what it is. It's just a love... Hey, it's just like love in paradise. Love in paradise, Mr. Marceau says. The love doctor over here. What are the... <laughs> What are the chances? What are the chances that Sonya reveals I sabotaged your date, Otis, because I too am in love with Mandy? I mean, that's what I think it's going to eventually come down to. But is that what you want to say? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I love sabotage. Uh, I think it loves a little more than sabotage. But that's what I, I would like. I would, I would like to see it end up there as well. Years. I mean, it's like I don't know, eventually you just got to pull the trigger on it. Got to pull the trigger on it eventually. It's it's more a matter of when and not if. And I think it uh, think it happens. Maybe not on this show, but I think Otis wins either way. Hopefully, um, we then go to the Intercontinental Championship. Uh, Sami Zayn defending against Daniel Bryan. Um, I'm actually looking forward to this. I know it's not going to be like a Matt Classic. I know they can go out there and have a great match. But, I mean, Sami's playing like this pest heel thing right now. Like the match at Elimination Chamber, Strowman didn't even 
touched the guy. Didn't even touch him. Um, so I'm, I'm not really sure what they're going for with this, aside from like maybe Brian tries to get his hands on him, and then he does. Again, another match I could see going either way. Um, Zayn has, prior to Elimination Chamber, not won a match in like a year. So he doesn't really have much credibility. Um, I like Zayn, but they booked him to look like such a loser. That entire stable, which I like on paper, but they booked to look they they've booked to make them look like such losers that it's hard to care. So that being said, I think because he just won the belt, not that it really matters because Strowman had just won the belt and he lost it within a month. So why is Zayn any different? Um, I think he'll he will find a way to win here. Keep Brian in chase mode. He'll win it at some point down the road. I don't think it's on this show. Um, RJ, I'll start with you. Your thoughts on the match, who wins, and your thoughts on the newly formed alliance of Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak, which has also, in my opinion, been a lot of fun. Um, I mean, I, this is like you said, it's going to be a tough match. I think Zayn just getting the title kind of puts that in kind of some confusion. I think I don't think he's long-term the choice, though. So, I mean, I could see Bryan winning here, um, but I could also see Zayn winning as well. Um, I'll go with Brian just because I just don't think I think I don't even know why I think it. I just don't think Zayn will be champion for long. I mean, I'm not a huge Gulag guy, but I mean, it's better than him sitting and catering all night. So I mean, mm-hmm. I don't really care about the stable at all. It's kind of like it's kind of like the whole Zayn Nakamura Cesaro. Like I like all three guys, but I feel like Nakamura is the only one I really care about. Mm-hmm. He's a loser. Um, <laughs> Wasn't this kind of title match two years ago? Uh, what? Wasn't the guy in a title match two years ago? Oh, my God. I don't even remember. <laughs> oh, God. I can't. Uh, it just floors me. Um, but, I mean, if anything, Nakamura should be the champion. But I think Brian wins here, and then I have no idea where you go from there. But I say Brian wins. If Zayn wins, which I think he will, but if Zayn wins, do you think Gulak cost him the victory? Or is you know is the alliance short-lived, or is it going to go on for a little while? I mean, I think going for a while, I, I hope the end game, if Sammy is champion, that eventually Nakamura turns on him and goes, goes face. Yes. Hopefully. I hope that's the end game because him as a heel has done nothing for me. <laughs> no. That's kind of a whole thing. I hope he eventually goes face and then kind of gets his, like, feedback, but who fucking knows this company. Taking that theme song away from him, as cool as it was when they first turned him heel, was the worst thing they could have done in retrospect. Yeah. It just... I mean, I, I actually don't mind his heel theme. It's no, no, like, I like it too. It just, I don't like it. Say, he, want, like, he just is a loser. I mean, <laughs> they, 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 him losing the gender like three straight babies just, just killed the guy's career. <laughs> it's Right. If that didn't kill him, then he just got buried six feet under with the AJ feed, which I enjoyed, but the guy never won. He never beat AJ on a pay-per-view. It's so sad. But anyway, um, yeah, I know I totally agree. Alexis actually pitched the idea when we were watching Chamber, as opposed to Zayn, because he seems like the most random guy out of the... I mean, I'm glad he's finally a champion, but it means nothing, because the belt means nothing. But Cesaro, in that same spot, also even would have been better because he's another guy that means nothing. But they could have made him mean something, go face, um, you know, face Zane, face Nakamura, which can be a lot of fun, and even face as a baby face, have, you know, Cesaro as a face, face Sheamus, you know, do the whole bar thing, they broke up. I think that would have made a lot more sense than whatever the hell they're doing now, but... Yeah. I mean, I think Cesaro at this point, he's just dead in the water at this point. Like, he'll never get anything. He's, He's basically done at this point, I would say. After he won the Battle Royal and they proceeded to do nothing with him after that six years ago, I mean, I think that I don't was think pretty he cares, much it. Though. I don't think he cares. I think he's just like content getting paid really doing nothing. Oh, no, definitely. 
Definitely. Otherwise, he would have been gone by now. But it sucks because RJ was at Mania 30 when he won the Battle Royal. The place went fucking nuts. Wait, like, fucking bananas. <laughs> the Cesaro section, Mr. Marceau was in, and then uh, and then just nothing. It's it's sad, but uh, um, well, have fun in catering. Have fun in catering, exactly. But yeah, Nakamura. I mean, this the sad story of Nakamura's fall is just it's depressing. But uh, anyway, Alexis, who do you think wins here, Zayn or Brian? I think Sami Zayn wins just because he like literally just got the belt, and if he loses it here. I mean, this title already means next to nothing, but it really means, like, absolutely nothing if, if he loses here because it, it's just a joke at this point. But I I like Daniel Bryan and Drew Gulak just because I like Drew Gulak. Um, I like how Daniel Bryan, like, he's just a cool dude, but the fact that he kind of pairs up with smaller guys to give them more notoriety is really, really cool. Um, and I think they're going to continue their little the little group or whatever they got going on. The whole Sami Zayn thing, though, like the Intercon... The, the IC Champion, like, storylines they have just suck. They're terrible. They really need to work on it. They need to make the title more, like, mean more, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, no, I totally agree. Their mid-card title... Their storylines for the mid-card right now, at least on SmackDown, are not that good. Yeah, I mean, the U.S. Championship means more. And, like, I remember when... I started watching with you um, in like 2018 and in 20, like 2019, like the IC championship or the, the U S championship was like a joke. And then once they switched the titles, it's like the other way around now, just mm-hmm. like how raw used to be the worst show. Oh, no, like, like, um, Smackdown's like the worst show. Yeah. Now Smackdown's a way worse show now. It's a, it's a complete 180 from where they were even a year ago. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you said something there. I forgot what I was going to say in response to that. But, uh, yeah, the title just means nothing right now. No one really gives a shit. How could you possibly care about this championship? But I say, Oh, what I was going to say was was that the gulag Brian pairing to me reminds me a lot of Team Hell No, like a pairing that no one really thought. No one was really begging for. And then they did it. And I think it's gotten over very well, at least in my opinion. I think they work well together. And you can tell that Brian's enjoying it too, at least with the stuff that he posts on on Twitter and the stuff they do on TV and whatever. Um, they were doing like fucking squats or something um, after SmackDown last week. And like one of those exclusive videos for YouTube. And yeah. then like they're trying to talk about Gulak's win. And you just see Brian standing there like he's not really in the shot. He keeps going up and down because he's doing squats. And he just goes, hey, hey, hey. It was, it was amazing. I was dying. So, <laughs> I love that stuff. The guy's such a goof. But uh, I'm enjoying it. I love I don't, Daniel Bryan. I love Brian. I don't think he wins here though. Um, I do think Sami Zayn retains. From there we go to the SmackDown tagged, or I'm sorry, SmackDown Women's Championship Fatal Five Way. Another match. Who cares? Anything from SmackDown for the most part. Who could possibly give two shits? And this is a match like I'm even more shocked with because it should be Bailey and Sasha. And it's I don't want to hear the argument. Oh, there's no fans. That's why they didn't do it. Like shut up with that dumb Mark argument because they were already building to this a month ago. Even before the whole coronavirus, COVID-19 bullshit started, it's not like they did this because they want to save Sasha and Bailey for this big stadium. They're not. Because they were already building to a five-way a month ago. And I think it's ridiculous. And obviously Tamina's in here only because Carmella can't compete. Um, she's quarantining, whatever. So she won't be a part of it. That's why they inserted Tamina, who hasn't won a match since WCW was still around. 
But, um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how anyone can care about this match. I like Lacey and I like Naomi, but they lost. They're losers. Well, they're, they shouldn't be in this match. Why are they getting another title shot? I, I felt like when they, you didn't watch it, Alexis, but they had an episode of SmackDown where Paige announced that it would be a five-way and she announced it would be in it. Like Dana Brooke was supposed to be in it and she got sick, so she's not in it either now. But like, I felt like I was watching Oprah. She was like, oh, you get a title shot and you get a title shot and you get a title shot. It's like, oh my God, why are these people getting title shots? It makes no sense. The only saving grace of this, I will say, and I said this to uh, Randy the other day, actually, when we were doing his show, the only upside is that if they're saving Sasha and Bailey for down the road, they have to do it in Boston at SummerSlam. It's the, literally the same, almost exact five-year anniversary of when they had their first match at TakeOver and Bailey beat Sasha for the title in NXT five years ago. Almost exactly five years later, and they would be in Sasha's hometown of Boston. So, like, you can't get much better than that. It makes perfect sense, which is probably why they won't do it. But um, with that being said, I don't think Bailey's been a good champion at all. And I'm the first one to say I'm a fan of Bailey, but this heel run has been a complete it's been completely abysmal. It's been putrid, as Mr. Marceau would say. Um, but I do think she retains here. I think it's I think it's elimination style. So I think Lacey goes, Tamina's the first one out, Naomi goes, it comes down to Sasha Bailey, Bailey rolls her up, retains the title. So uh, Alexis, I'll start with you. Who goes over here? It's really let's face it, between Bailey and Sasha. I don't think Lacey, Naomi, or Tamina are winning. Um, who walks out as the SmackDown Women's Champion? And what does this mean for the friendship between Bailey and Sasha? Well, I will say you surprised me by saying Bailey's going to retain. I don't think she's going to retain whatsoever. I think Sasha's winning here. Um, just because it, it just seems like about time that that there should be a new champion. And Sasha's been a little pissed at Bailey lately because of how she's been acting and how sucky she is at a champion because she sucks. She's just like, hey, Awful. She, she goes to the audience. She's like, hey, I don't like you. You're stupid. No, no, no. The best is when she goes, she calls the crowd little idiots. I'm like, you have to be kidding me. Or I, I hate how WWE uses the word bitch. Like they, they say bitch and they're like, damn, it feels good. To <laughs> I know. So they like, do it all like, the no, time. It's not like, stop. It's, not it's so edgy. Serious. It's edgy. Like, just because you say stupid or bitch doesn't mean no one likes you. It just means that you're immature. Like, she just sounds like a kid. So I, I just think it's about time for her to lose. I think Sasha's going to win. I, I Bottom line is, I don't think Bailey's winning. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I think she is going to win. I think it's really between Bailey and Sasha. What I my mindset is that I don't think they'll do the split here. I think Sasha winning would be cool. But then that would have to mean that she would have to pin Bailey, and then they'll have to turn on each other. I don't think they're going to do that just yet. They should have by I now. Think they didn't. They could do. They could do some odd finish or something. I just really can't picture Bailey winning. I I don't know why. I just maybe don't see her winning. If that happens, if they go with your idea, maybe Bailey's like the first one gone, and it's like, oh god, we're definitely getting a new champion. And then Sasha wins in the end. I can see that. I yeah, still think could, Bailey retains. But I could see be that. that. So it, it could be that. Is it like like what kind of match? You said elimination match. Like um, it's five way, but it's elimination style. So it will come down to two people in the end. So meaning it's going to start with two people, and then after one of them loses, the other one comes out like no, that. No, well, no, that's that's gauntlet match. This would be all five women are in the ring at the same time. It's like a, a regular fatal four way. Oh, 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 okay. It's like a yeah, four way no. with with five women instead. So yeah, it, no, I I think what yeah. you just said, I think that's going to happen. Yeah, so I, there's a chance. I didn't really think about that, but I'll stick with Bailey just because I don't want to sound wishy-washy. Uh, Mr. Marceau, who goes over in the SmackDown Women's Championship match and your thoughts on Bailey as champion? I mean, this is an easy one. Bailey's going to win clean as a sheet. Come on. 
terrible as champion. She just sucks as a heel. I mean, that's kind of like this. Basically, them trying her as a heel is basically what people should think of if they tried John Cena being heel. Like, she just sucks as a heel. I mean, she's not. She can't get heat. She's not like her new look sucks. I just like mm-hmm. I, I just don't like her as a heel at all. I mean, I think eventually when they do Sasha and Bailey, like I mean, she's got to be the baby face. Mm-hmm. So I say once here, and then somewhere down the line, Sasha fucking beats her ass, and then. Mm-hmm. turns her face and then Sasha's heel. I mean, you can't go in with this match with Bailey still being faith, or heel. Yeah. But she has to be. She's such... She's so bad as a heel. It's, I it's, mean, I it's comical. Her. I mean, I material's the greatest. I mean, she's basically the same person, but now is like a bad guy. It's not like she's really doing anything different. Her fucking entrance music sucks. Her look sucks. <laughs> it's not, but, I mean, I think eventually... Sasha will turn on her, and that's how they're going to get Bailey back being a face. But yeah. I say Bailey wins here, and then down the line somewhere she turns face. Yeah, I could see that. I would like to see that. I think Sasha, if anything, would be the tweener, just because, again, like, if they go into Boston with this, and then she would obviously be cheered. But in a perfect world, like you said, I think Bailey should be the baby face because she's just a terrible heel. So yeah. I have Bailey going over here. RJ is Bailey. You said Sasha, right, Alexis? Well, yeah, I say, I say Sasha's going to win. Okay. In the end. Okay, so Sasha goes over as champion. Uh, that's eight matches right there. Before we get to the second half, real quick, TakeOver happening over the next couple weeks. Uh, we're recording this before Wednesday's episode. Not that there's any big matches. We just had the three-way North American title match that I, I'm i pretty positive Keith Lee will win. Um, but we still have to come on TakeOver, quote-unquote. The number one contender's ladder match, which looks amazing. Um, we don't know who the eighth person is yet. I assume it will be Dakota Kai. We have Gargano and Ciampa in an empty building. We have in an even more empty building than the Performance Center. Um, and then, what was the other one? Uh, I, they haven't announced it yet, but I assume they're doing Adam Cole and Velveteen Dream. So, bonus questions before we go further with WrestleMania. Um, RJ, I'll start with you. Who do you see winning each of those matches? The latter match? The NXT title match? Cole and Dream, if they add it at some point? And Gargano and Ciampa? I mean, Io Shirai is going to win the, the ladder match. That's a mm. fucking guarantee. Okay. Um, what was the other match? Cole and Dream. Um, I'm not a big Velveteen Dream guy, so I'm just going to go with Adam Cole. I mean, okay. I think I wouldn't be surprised if Dream won, but I, I would go with Cole. And then for Gargano Champa, I would say Champa. All right. All right. These are some matches that are all unpredictable because I'm going to say that Dakota Kai wins. I think she gets the spot. I think she wins. I want Io Shirai to win because she's just a star and she needs the title at some point. And I think Shirai and Ripley would be a lot of fun. I don't think they've had a one-on-one match yet. Um, so, yeah, that would be cool. I think Dakota Kai wins, though. And then Gargano Ciampa. I think Ciampa wins as well. And then for Cole and Dream, I think it's Dream's time. Cole has been the champion now for almost 10 months. Um, yeah, 10 months, actually. I think today. I think he won out on June 1st, 2019. So 10 months exactly, longest reigning champion of all time. I think he's main roster bound. Hopefully they don't debut in front of an empty building on Raw or SmackDown because that would just that would be terrible. Um, they mm-hmm. need a major reaction for that. And um, yeah, so uh, I think those are going to... I see Dream winning the championship. So Alexis, who do you see winning those each of those takeover quote-unquote matches in the next couple weeks? Um, so the women's one, I think Dakota Kai is going to win just because... So she... It, it's like for the last spot in the... The women's ladder match, right? 
Yeah, and I mean, this could be irrelevant by the time this goes up if she didn't win, but I think she will. I mean, there's all losers in there. I hope she loses. I hope she loses, and you guys look so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I think she's going to win just because, like, when she lost against, um, like, what she lost to Tegan, right? No, I think it was Mia. Oh, Mia? Yeah. Tegan beat Deanna, I think. Oh, okay. Well, it 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 just makes sense. Yeah, I was like, like, really? You didn't have to call? It was so obvious to have her win, so I think she's going to win. I think um, Velveteen's going to win um, just because it's about time. just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really don't want to answer the other one. because I, Hey, I don't, wanna... don't be biased with your next pick. I love Johnny Gargano. I don't know. Um, I don't know. I, I think Chomp was winning, but I, re- I really want Johnny Gargano to win. I mean, Gargano could win. The guy hasn't won a match on, on a takeover in a year. I mean, he's kind of owed a victory at some point, so I can yeah, see him Yeah, but at the same time, like, it just it just seems like everything's... Like, the stars are aligned for Ciampa to win, but I, I really want... I'm rooting for Gargano. It could go either way. That's why I like the match, but another thing about it, too, is you got to remember Killer Cross could play a factor in it, and he could help Gargano win. Not intentionally, but he could be the one to feud with Ciampa after this. So Okay, I, li- I like that, I like that. So do you, you, you're going to stick with Ciampa, or do you think Gargano's going to win? No, I, I still think Ciampa's winning. Okay. Um, yeah, no, with Dakota, the weird thing, real quick before we move on, she beat Tegan twice, and then she lost to Mia Yim. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, that makes no sense. I don't know. is usually really good with that stuff. I thought that was just bizarre. So hopefully she wins tonight, or Wednesday, and if she didn't, we sound like idiots, and RJ's going to be rooting for her to lose now. Um, but I do think she wins the ladder match <laughs> as well. Uh, moving on with the remainder of the Mania predictions here, the rest of the card, which looks, as we go further and further here, there's a lot of matches I'm looking forward to, starting with Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins. I think the promos from both guys on Raw recently have been fire. Owens cut a great promo Monday. Rollins' promo last week, in my opinion, might have been the best promo he's ever cut, if not one of the best promos. And he's a really good talker, too. He's become a really good talker over the years. I'm looking forward to the match. I like how they've kind of shifted the story from, like, you know, Owens has never had a mania moment. When they say that, it kind of means that he's going to win. Because no way that they say that and then he loses. Because it makes Owens look like a complete loser. And especially now that Rollins doesn't really have a stable anymore because they're all hurt for the most part. I think it only makes sense if uh, if Kevin Owens wins. And I like how, they, again, they've shifted it to, oh, the performance center. There wouldn't be a PC without Seth Rollins. There wouldn't be an NXT without Seth Rollins. There wouldn't be a Kevin Owens without Seth Rollins. I like that a lot. I like that narrative. It should be a good match. They've worked well together in the past. I think it only makes sense, though, because Rollins has had so many Mania moments. I mean, they're, they're forgetting the fact that Owens beat Jericho for the U.S. title three years ago, but I guess because <laughs> Jericho worked for AEW, it doesn't exist. Um, anyway, though, I, I do think Owens wins here, and um, yeah, that's my prediction. So what do, you, what do you say, Alexis? Who wins here? I agree with you. I think Kevin Owens is going to win. Um, I feel bad for Seth Rollins, though, like realistically, because his entire stable is out right now mm-hmm. um so i'm excited to see what happens with him in the in the coming weeks but yeah I, I i think kevin owens is gonna win i think it's about time for him to get a get a really big win here at wrestlemania a nice wrestlemania moment mr marcel you're a fan of both guys ko mania 4 coming up this weekend who wins owens or rollins oh he's like come on guys rollins 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 easy. Rollins never lost to WrestleMania. He's not going to lose to some bum named Kevin Owens. <laughs> um, I mean, Rollins wins here. It's an, 
I mean, that's a slam dunk gimme. And then he feuds with uh, McIntyre out of WrestleMania. Come on, guys. There you go. Mr. Marceau with the bold pick with Seth Rollins. I like it. Wow. That's, all, that's the way Mr. Marceau here on the show for some variety. We transition from that into the NXT Women's Championship match, a match I'm looking really looking forward to more than any other on the show. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Again, don't want to say this is predictable. Because WWE, I said this the other day, just because they're predictable, I mean, okay, so here's the thing. WWE doesn't always do the right thing. So that makes it unpredictable. Because sometimes, like the Goldberg-Wyatt match, people were saying, Wyatt's winning, absolutely. But I, even though I picked Wyatt, I said there's a pretty good chance that Goldberg could win. I told you that, Alexis, and he ended up winning. So I'm, I'm, I'm scared here because I do think there's a decent chance Charlotte could win. Um, I mean, she's had her Mania moment. She lost last year, but she's won two other times in Mania. She beat Asuka two years ago. She doesn't need this win. Uh, Rhea could really be established even more of a star than she already is if she wins here. They don't need the NXT title on Charlotte. They don't need mm-hmm. Charlotte in NXT. Their women's division is already stacked enough. They don't need to put the belt on her. That doesn't mean she won't win here, but I think they will do the right thing. Keep the belt on Charlotte. Mr. Marceau, who takes the NXT Women's Championship home? I mean, come on. Charlotte wins, LOL. Just kidding. Uh... <laughs> April Fool's. I mean, like you said, I could still see them having Charlotte win just because they're obsessed with her. Um, but in... I mean, should win here, but like she beats Charlotte and goes down to NXT and then loses. It kind of, I mean, doesn't really make much sense. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I, I would have Rhea win here, get her kind of on people's radar, and then call her up in a month. But mm-hmm. I mean, who knows what they're thinking? But I'll go with uh, Rhea. Rhea should win. Uh, I'll go with that. Yeah, now I think Rhea should win as well, and uh, if Io Shirai wins or Dakota Kai, it would make way more sense for them to face Rhea than. Can't, uh, than Charlotte because they you know they're not beating Charlotte if Rhea can so um, Alexis do you concur? I concur yes I agree Still I'm very excited champion. for this match I'm looking forward to it I think it's going to be a good match um, I mean Charlotte people can crap on her all they want but like she's had a lot of great matches over the course of her career like a lot like she does not get enough credit. I'm not the biggest Charlotte Flan, biggest Jeez. Charlotte Flair fan at all. Take with Charlotte over here. <laughs> she <laughs> has she's had a lot of great matches. That Oscar match was great. Um, the, Oscar should have won, yeah. I know. Oscar should have won, yes, but I thought it was a great match. Uh, she had that match with Becky at Evolution a couple years ago. The last woman's standing match is probably the best women's match in main roster WWE history. Um, a great match is in NXT with what Sasha. Match? What'd you say? Which match was it? Her and Becky at Evolution. Yeah. What? What? Match was great. Couldn't even tell you what happened. Jesus. Probably didn't watch the show, Mr. Marceau. Forgettable. You were like, oh, it's an all-women show? Don't care. <laughs> I just, I mean, I don't, couldn't tell you what happened in the match. I don't know who won. Couldn't even tell you what happened. Anyway, I thought they had a great series of matches that year. They had really good matches. She's had really good matches with Natalia and NXT. So, I, anyway, I just wanted to show some love for Charlotte because she doesn't get enough credit. Even though I'm not her biggest fan, but she's a good worker. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, so we go from there into, let's see, The Undertaker versus AJ Styles, a Boneyard match, whatever the hell that's supposed to be. I would assume a Buried Alive match. They just don't want to say that with the whole situation going on right now. It is what it is. Um, so the thing is, I actually like the stipulation because you know if it was a normal match. Either way, I don't think AJ is winning. He should. I don't think he will. He doesn't need the win. He's already beaten... Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. He beat Randy Orton last year. He beat um, Shinsuke Nakamura two years ago. He's, he's won his last three matches of Mania. He doesn't need to win here. So I'm going to go with 
Taker. But the thing is, is that because I think it benefits from not being a standard match, it would be a joke. If Undertaker went in there and beat Styles in a normal match, the guy's 55. Like, he should not be beating someone as good as AJ. But if it's like the smoke and mirrors bullshit and they tape it in, like, Taker's backyard or something, then, like, I think it could be fun. Maybe. Maybe. If it's not, like, House of Horror style and RJ knows what I'm talking about, then I think this could be interesting. But I do think Taker wins either way. Um, Alexis, your thoughts on the match? And who do we get in this match? Do we get the Dead Man Undertaker? American Badass, Mark Calloway, after what we saw on Raw this week. What are your expectations? Who are we getting on Sunday or Saturday, whenever it happens? Um, I think we're getting The Undertaker that we saw on on Raw uh, this week. Just because it makes the most sense, and that's who AJ's addressing. Um, and the problem with this, like the Boneyard match, ooh, like it just, it just sounds like, it sounds tacky, you know? Mm-hmm. And... So I think if they have Undertaker not do the whole dead man thing, it makes it a little bit more realistic. And and it ironically adds a little bit more mistake, mystique to it, um, even though they're making it a little bit more like realistic and more um, more real. But So I think The Undertaker's going to win. I really want AJ Styles to win. Everybody was saying for the longest time, oh, he's like obviously going to win because they have to put AJ over, but... That's not going to happen because, you know, fuck you, that's why. So I think <laughs> Undertaker's winning. You concur, RJ? Yeah, I mean, I think Mark's going to win here. I think this is an easy one. <laughs> Mark. I mean, <laughs> I like the storyline. I mean, I understand where people are coming from. Like, AJ shouldn't lose the Taker. But, I mean, I, I've kind of digged it. I mean, I've kind of liked it. Like like you said, it's more of like a real, uh, like, we're going to get, like, the actual Mark Calloway, I think. I don't think we're going to get the dead man. I think we're going to get... Like the actual guy himself, I think. I think the, done, done right. I think it could be a, a fun match. I mean, I, what, do I think Taker should win? No, because he's an old man. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. I mean, I think it's gonna be a fun match. I think Undertaker wins here. Um, AJ doesn't lose anything really and defeat him. Yep. He's fucking his style, so it's not like he's beating like Bray Wyatt again or something. Yeah. Or like it's not like he's beating an up and comer that like needs to win. Yep. I mean, I think it'll be a fun match. I think people. This might be bold. I think people will see this back fondly in five years. No, I agree. You, you took the words right out of my mouth. Um, I'm looking forward to this. I think more than most matches on the card. I think if done right, it can be a lot of fun. And uh, another thing with the match, too. I know it's rushed, and they started it in kind of like wonky fashion. It's at Super Showdown with the whole gauntlet, the, the, the Kai Trophy, whatever the hell it was. But in recent weeks, one, AJ's been doing the best promo work of his entire career lately. Two... This is the best promo work of Taker's recent career. And three, that video package for the for the match that they aired at the start of Raw on Monday, and then the Phenomenal. subsequent promo. What'd you say? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. I completely agree. No pun intended. And then the Taker promo was great. I said to Alexis, we were watching the show, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I think that first 10 minutes of Raw got me more excited for that match. Than, and this is saying something, because I think they've done good work with this in recent weeks. They got me more excited for this than anything else they've done in recent weeks, in the last month. So mm-hmm. I, I thought it was great. I, I'm really looking forward to this. And I'm hoping, again, Taker's going to win, LOL. But, like, RJ, would you say this is probably the most excited you are for a Taker match in Mania in the last, I don't know, five, six years? I would say since uh, Lesnar. Um... Yeah. I mean, I think, can you remember, like, I feel like we were looking forward to the Shane match because it was Shane's first match back. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I remember looking forward to that kind of. I don't remember. I mean, 
At 32. Yeah, I don't know. I wasn't really too excited that he was facing Wyatt because I knew Wyatt was going to lose. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, I was excited Shane was coming back. I mean, I think it was more just Shane coming back, yeah. not really for the for Taker. But mm-hmm. besides that, I'd probably say WrestleMania 30 was last time. Like, Roman and fucking Taker, who cares? Mm-hmm. He wasn't even there last year or the year before, so. Yeah. And the match was good, too. The, um, not, the Shane match wasn't good, but the build... The build for this has been good. I think this is one of the better built Taker matches in recent Mania history. Because you go back to the mm-hmm. you go back to the Shane one. I don't know if you remember this, RJ, but like they advertised the, Shane came back, and then like the next week they advertised Taker coming out and like returning to address Shane or Vince or whatever. And the whole Vince and Shane thing is that was like, oh, if Taker wins, then Shane can't win. He can't like become the authority figure or something. I completely forget. Yeah, something along those lines. It was dumb. And then, like, there was one Raw where Taker was advertised to appear, and he came out for, like, 30 seconds, and then he left. <laughs> it was so... I don't even remember that. It was so bad. What about when, uh... Well, I mean, nothing was worse than when him and Wyatt had their feud. He didn't show up on Raw until the Raw before WrestleMania. <laughs> no, he didn't show up at all. He wasn't even on the Raw before Mania. Yeah, exactly. There you go. It was so bad. And then Wyatt was, like, cutting promos, and, like... <laughs> this is so bad. Wyatt was cutting promos, and then, like, they cropped in like a picture of like lightning on the turnbuckle remember that yeah dude so bad what is this 1995 it was so bad and then Wyatt lost anyway he looked like a loser people were like oh I remember all the marks online they were like oh Wyatt's gonna look so good at the paint and then he like didn't do anything after that for like three years (laughs) like so bad speaking of Wyatt we'll transition from that into Cena Versus the Fiend Firefly Funhouse match. <laughs> Why it has to win? I mean, I mean, I mean, can we? Um, come on, he has to win, right, RJ? He has to. Yeah. I mean, last time I said he had to win, he lost clean to John Cena. I'm not, I'm not making any bets on this match. I mean, I, I think Why will win, but I mean, with this funky like. Firefly Hot Funhouse like match, I could so see him losing. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, I think Wyatt wins here. I mean, he fucking needs it like no one's business right now. I mean, uh-huh. John Cena didn't need the win six years ago, and he doesn't need it now. But I mean, there's big match John. Um, he hasn't won at WrestleMania in three years, so I mean, kind of mm-hmm. could use a win right now. And uh, I want Wyatt to win, but I would not be shocked if Cena won. No, I agree. I agree. Um, I think Wyatt has to win here. And the whole point of the match should be to get Wyatt back on track. The hilarity of booking this feud, because it's supposed to be like a bounce-back feud for Wyatt after losing the Universal title, like a loser in two minutes of Super Showdown to uh, Goldberg in Saudi Arabia. If he, if he loses, I mean, like, dude, don't even go to AEW. Just, like, just retire. Just, like, do acting or something. Is that, like... <laughs> the PC. <laughs> What'd you say? I said, tell him to go work at the PC at that point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It doesn't... To go back to being Husky Harris at that point, because it doesn't get much worse than that. <laughs> and, like, the whole notion where, like, again, I'm going to do the whole Mark thing where people are like, oh, he's going to look strong in defeat. And, like, he hasn't won at a WrestleMania in, like, five years. Like, shut the fuck up with that logic. Like, shut up. The guy's been buried. I don't care. RJ remember six years ago. I remember what I remember arguing with people like, "Oh, he's gonna look so good in the feet." And then the guy has not won a WrestleMania match since. He's been buried beyond belief. He's a loser. He's a loser at WrestleMania. He's the reverse Undertaker. He's a he's zero and three at WrestleMania. It's so bad. And then The Rock called him the eater of hot pockets a couple years ago. Oh my god. I mean, like, 
He's basically like a glorified Braun Strowman at this point. <laughs> he might be, yeah, they're they're kind of in the same I don't think Braun would get to that level, but I think he Ouch. is. And that's it's bad. So he's gotta win here. Our, uh Alexis, any additional thoughts on that? Uh, I don't know. I I think he has to win, but I'm going into this with literally no hopes, no dreams, <laughs> no expectations. The glass ain't half full. There's just no glass at this point because I, I just like, you know what? Let's just fucking see what happens because last time I did that, like, Grandpa over Goldberg won. Your, your sister literally, like, when she came down when we were watching that match, the one that um, Wyatt lost to recently, and she goes, oh, isn't that that Grandpa from that movie? Like, come on, really? Yeah, I know. That's how you know. He should not be winning. He's a freaking Grandpa. Come on. God. Watch your lip. <laughs> Watch your lip. <laughs> yeah. Don't be don't be one of those people that thinks that um uh Alexis, don't be one of those people where it's like, oh obviously, you know, Goldberg's you know gonna lose. Why winning makes the most sense, like all oh, the dumb marks on that. Like it was, it was well, hilarious. Um, it did, it did though. Like, like when you look at it, it, it made sense. That's why they didn't do it, because they wanted to sit there and be like, Well, screw you. Well, yeah, pretty much. But like, I'm gonna pull up a quote here. I, I just found this on YouTube. But this is basically what why what I have to say to the marks that were like, oh, obviously Bray Wyatt's gonna win because it just makes the most sense. And WWE has always done what makes sense. This is what I have to say to those people. Oh wait, 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 wait. That's from Michael Cole a couple years ago. You people are fools, and I completely agree. <laughs> I, will, I, I will say though, I think. Them in their in their mindset, having Wyatt lose a Goldberg was better to them than having him lose a Roman because then people would turn on Roman again. Yeah. No, I Wyatt, can see that. They did it so Goldberg would get the heat and not Roman because they Roman's been in good or gracious with the fans lately. Yep. So if he went to WrestleMania and beat Wyatt, oh my god, he'd be back to. Roman Reigns gonna boot out every WrestleMania the last three years. It would be, be twenty fifteen all over again, RJ. Like exactly. Remember, so that's you know. why they did had Goldberg. Because <laughs> like Goldberg got the heat, he'll be gone a month. And now I look like an idiot because I said, "Oh, obvi- okay, listen, they can turn this into a positive. They could turn Goldberg heel. Like, man, you know, this could be a positive." And then they didn't do that, and they're pretending like it never happened. So. I guess I look like an idiot for actually proposing something that makes sense, but that's WWE, so we're all in agreement why it has to win here. Otherwise, the guy should just retire, go work at, I don't know, Brazers or something, Brazzers, I don't know. <laughs> that's actually... Oh, my God. <laughs> that's quite the same. That escalated quickly. escalated very quickly. I'm sure they would love to have him. Anyway. Oh, my God. Raw Women's Championship, Becky Lynch, Shayna Baszler. Looking forward to this. I'm a big Shayna fan, and we have to settle the dispute right now. Let's not go any further. I don't care who wins this match as of this moment. I'm going to ask you first, RJ, what is in the beginning of the theme song? Is it a galloping? Is it a machine? <laughs> what is it? What's in the beginning of her theme? Of Sheena's theme song. Because Alexis Q is like, oh, it's gears, obviously. No, it's it's a horse. It's galloping. It's the four horse women. It does not sound like a horse. It is. It's not a horse. It's gears, it's gears grinding. What? How is it Thank gears you, grinding? RJ. What? I'm gonna. Why does it sound like horses? It doesn't go. Why does it go? Nay. Listen, like, right here, right here. Listen, I'll play it. I'll play it. <laughs> Wait, damn it! It just cut off. Let me go to the. I gotta find the intro. It's not, One sec. It's not a horse. 
<laughs> it's galloping. <laughs> oh my god! Have you even seen a horse in fucking person? Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely because galloping. He said. <laughs> Listen, I used to ride horses as a kid. I know. Oh god! So did I. That's not what they fucking sound like. April Fools. <laughs> Weirdo. Raw Women's Championship. I think Shayna's got to win, but I don't think it's set in stone. I think there's a very good chance Becky retains, and they save the moment of Shayna winning, like squashing her in two seconds until like SummerSlam. So I'm going to say Shayna wins, but I do think there's a chance that um, Becky retains. So, uh, Alexis, what say you? Who goes over here? Uh, Shayna's kicking her ass, I think. I think she goes in there and just kills her. That's what I really want to yeah, say. I, that's absolutely. what I hope to say. So. Especially because like it's very interesting to me... Um, about how Becky's been very arrogant lately. Yeah, so exa- exactly. That's, yeah, that's definitely going to play into effect. So She gets yeah. cocky and she gets murdered. And I think it makes sense. Yeah. You know, one year since she won the belt, there's nothing more, no one else to face. Obviously, Sheen is winning the belt eventually. Otherwise, I mean, I guess it could be a Nakamura all over again where she never wins the belt, but that would be dumb. Um, I think they pushed her hard enough. For, I mean, after she won that Elimination Chamber match in like 10 seconds at, you know, a month ago at Elimination Chamber, how can they not have her win here? Um, I mean, I guess I mean it's WWE, but I think there's a very good chance she wins. That's my pick as well. Um, RJ, does Sheena run through Becky, or is it a competitive match? Either way, who wins? I mean, come on, guys. What, 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 what are we doing here? What are we doing here? I mean, Becky wins. What? Wow. Mr. Marceau, the spoiler. You guys need to get tested. Oh, my God. I think this will happen. I think Becky will get her ass kicked. She'll get killed and win, like, some fluky-ass way. Like, she'll fucking, like, roll her up or something. Kind of like what happened to Shayna when we went to... Ember Bay. Moon, I was just about to say. A takeover Philly. Everyone's like, oh, Becky's going to lose. Up, oh, she's going to lose. And then she'll somehow win. And then the next time they face, Shayna will be able to beat her. But, like, it'll get at least open Becky's eyes as a character. Like, you're not as... You're not as, like, badass as you think you are. Yeah. No, okay, I, I can see it. I goal is Shayna winning. I just, like, if she wins, like, where do you go from here? Like, mm-hmm. yeah, she'll be... The issue is they don't have any other women that I trust them. Like, if they don't have any other developed women on Raw that Shayna could face. Like, who's going to face fucking Natalia? Like, who cares? <laughs> That's another issue is, like, they had Shayna kill all the people on Raw that if she beats Be- Becky, what else is there for her to do? But they yeah. had another shake-up, like, fucking five months ago, and they'll have her beat up all these people on SmackDown? Like, <laughs> yeah. I just think, I think, like I said, Becky will get her ass kicked, but she'll somehow win. Yeah, they got to prolong the feud as long as possible until Ronda Rousey comes back, which I don't know if it's it's possible right now, but, you know, having her get involved is inevitable, I think. RJ, what you just said about, um, what was it, like, Becky beating everybody reminded me of, like, last year, Ronda was, like, beating everybody. There was literally (laughs) nobody left for her to face except for, like, Becky, it was mostly just Becky and then Charlotte, I guess, because they just, you know, but the issue, that's why they're just going to put her in there. The issue that you run into when you do that is that when Ronda beats everybody and then she leaves, then you just left with a bunch of losers. Yeah, exactly. And they had nobody. And then they, Ronda. like at this point, they had to take somebody from NXT I know. to beat her. Like, come on. I, like I said, I think, I think Becky wins, but she gets her ass kicked the whole fight and wins miraculously. Then they just like, story on this long maybe eventually they have Ronda come back and they like kind of like 
Becky loses and she kind of veers towards Ronda again. But, I mean, I just don't think at this point they'll have her lose. Yeah, right. either way, like you said, I think the end game is getting the belt on Baszler because I think that's the best possible course of action just because I think Becky is infinitely better in chase mode. Like, Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin was not champion for more than six months at a time because the guy was always better as a, as a chaser. Daniel Bryan, same thing. Um, I think, you know, she's the type of person, Becky, given her current character, you know, whether she was the man or the Irish last kick or whatever, she's always been better in chase mode, which is why people were so hot for her last year going into Mania, and she's kind of fizzled off a little bit since then because of that, I think, and because a she has no competition. Bit. A little bit. I think she's still very over. No, she's still very over. Yeah. No, for people to say, oh, she's, you know, she's completely ruined. Like, listen, dude, you know who's ruined? Natalia. She's a fucking loser. She's... Oh, my God, Natalia sucks. She's damaged goods. I think Becky's perfectly fine. She sells a lot of merch, very popular. I think she's okay. Uh, she's not like as badass as she was a year ago, but she's still pretty much up there. And these promos that she's been cutting on Raw have been great. So I'm looking forward to the match. The aftermath should be interesting as well. We move from that to what I think is the best-built match on the card, which I think could very well steal the show despite the fact there's no fans. Edge, Orton, last man standing. I've been loving this feud for two months now. I'm looking forward to this. Again, another match that's... I'm going to write an article tomorrow about why Orton's guaranteed to lose. But I think knowing WWE, there's a chance here that with it being last man standing, there is a very good possibility. It either ends in a draw, because you both guys could be down for the t- count of 10, and it ends in a draw, which I think would be lame as hell for WrestleMania. But you could do something where Edge, you know, gets attacked, or Orton just, you know, whatever. It's a fluky thing, like when Gargano and Ciampa did it a couple years ago, RJ, and Gargano, like, jumped off the stage like an idiot, and, like, he hurt his knee and he couldn't get up. Like, something like that, you know? Um, I could see that happening, and Orton wins to prolong the feud, and I, I just wouldn't have Edge lose his first singles match back. So I think Edge kind of has to win here. I mean, it wouldn't kill him, because Orton's been doing great work. Orton hasn't won at WrestleMania, I think in three years since he beat Wyatt in that abysmal match at Mania 33 that we were there for. That was terrible. But I think Edge wins here. Um, but either way, I'm looking forward to this. I think they can get creative, go all around the arena, you know, facility, outside, wherever. And really make this a really fun match. Because the promos alone have been some of the best promo work I've seen from this company in years and years and years. So, RJ, I'll start with you. Um, what have your thoughts been on the feud itself, your expectations for it, and who wins in the end? Love the feud so far. Um, big Randy Orton guy. Uh, like you said, I think he's been doing the best work. Of his, some of the best work of his career like at this moment. Mm-hmm. His promos have been really good. Just his demeanor and his character at this point. Um, like you said, I mean, I, I think Randy wins here to prolong the feud. I, I don't think it's going to be a one-stop shop. I think, like you said, maybe some kind of fluky way that he wins, but I think, I think Randy wins here and then they prolong the feud, maybe somehow get it all the way down to SummerSlam. I don't know how you do that, but, mm-hmm. um, I think, like you said, it would be kind of weird to edge to lose his first match back, but I mean, it's plenty of guys have had that happen to him. So I wouldn't say it's out of the question. Um, but yeah, I say, I would say Orton wins here. I think just at this point, him winning would mean a little bit more. I mean, he's doing the best part of his work. He's one of the top heels on Raw. I mean, him winning could just maybe put him in title contention for a little bit. If Edge is like, they could just have Edge like not die, but like he gets really hurt and mm-hmm. then he comes back down. The, Randy does like another program, then Edge comes back and they continue it. So I, I think Edge, I think Edge. It'll be a good match. I think it's one of the matches I'm looking forward to the most. I just think Randy wins here. 
So if you have Randy win, you had Rollins win earlier. Do you think that could set up an Orton-McIntyre feud for down the road as well? Which I think, you know, they have unfinished business from a few months ago. Yeah, I, I think, I think like I said, they do have a decent amount of heels right now for Raw. So I think him winning would be another good step. So it's not like he's facing some losers down the road. Um, but yeah, I, like I said, I think they might have edges get like somehow hurt. Maybe they've played the whole, his fucking neck, like his neck's fucked up again. And then he might have to retire, so then he's off TV for a while, then he comes back. Mm-hmm. Oh, voila. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I think, too, you mentioned it right there. Raw is very heel-heavy. They have some good baby faces, too, but like in terms of the heels, they have the three best heels in the entire company right now between Orton, they have Styles, and they have Rollins, and they have Lesnar whenever they need him. So that that's actually really good right there. And then SmackDown has, like... Oh, what fucking Baron King Corbin. Corbin. Yeah, exactly. King Corbin and Nakamura. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, they have nobody. And then, in the, like, the mid-card for Raw, they also have, you know, Lashley, if they wanted to pull him back up. I mean, they have options. I, I like... Raw's roster is really well-rounded. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Edge. Orton says Orton. Or, I'm sorry, RJ says Orton. And uh, I don't think this is a situation like, oh, Sting's debut, he lost. That was a dumb decision. Because at least Orton's active... And he's doing great work. Triple H was just fucking dumb. That was stupid. He should not have won that match. This, I hear I can see Orton winning, and I would not be mad with it because they can kind of have Edge disappear, get back to this in time for SummerSlam, have Edge win there in a normal match with a crowd. The crowd goes nuts. It would mean more maybe. So uh, I wouldn't mind that, but I'm sticking with Edge for right now. Um, Alexis, who do you think goes over here? And your thoughts on the feud too? Um, This feud is impeccable. It's amazing. I'm... Like, it's just re- real good stuff, but I agree with you. I think Edge is going to win, but I could also see Randy Orton winning and and having them prolong it until there's a crowd there to make it that much more impactful. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. So I'm going to stick with Edge. Um, I got two for, you said Orton, right? Is that your final choice? Yeah, Orton. Orton, okay. So we move from there to our final two matches on the card, two title matches. We'll first tackle the Universal title match. I have seen some and some non-spoilers. I won't get into anything with the Universal title, who Goldberg might be facing instead. No Roman Reigns. Um, guy pulled out safety for his family. I don't blame the guy. I get it. Um, so Goldberg, who does he face? RJ, have you been spoiled of this yet or no? I've seen rumors, but I mean, I don't know if it's fast if it's spoiled. Okay. So I'll start with you, Alexis. Who do you think could replace Roman? And your thoughts on the Roman Reigns situation just in general. And who do you think, whoever, regardless of who he faces, if he faces anyone at all, how do you think the situation should be handled and who walks out with the championship? I I don't know. It's a big question mark for me. Because I, like, this is the problem is they were going to do like this transitional period of putting it on Goldberg in hopes that like Goldberg would get all the heat and then Roman Reigns would, wouldn't get any heat, but then Roman Reigns pulled out. So now they're screwed and it's like, who do you have him face? But like, I can't even think of anybody because what is this? Is this on SmackDown? Yeah, this is on SmackDown. See, I don't even like, I don't even watch SmackDown that much. So like, I can't like, you can't do a rematch because he's already, um, why it's already facing, um, Cena. So I mean, you could have, I mean, I said this a couple days ago to you, but you could have Cena, if you do the Cena-Wyatt match on Saturday, you could say, oh, the winner of that match faces Goldberg on night two. But I'm just, that's one option. So you could do it if you wanted to, but I don't know if that's what they're going to do. Just saying. I would hope so, but, like, 
there's literally nobody I can think of at all because nobody else deserves to be in that spot. And like the person you have him face, you have Goldberg face. I would have them win because get the fucking title off Goldberg. He's irrelevant. Like he doesn't deserve to have the title. Mm -hmm. So I really can't think of anybody. So I got nothing for you. (laughs) So Sue, do you think whoever replaces Roman wins the belt? Yeah, I, I think whoever's, Whoever's going to be put in that position since Roman was most likely supposed to win against Goldberg is going to win. Um, well, I mean, obviously it depends on who it is, but if it's somebody that is like top tier level, then I think they're going to win. So I'm going to disagree and say that if Goldberg, whoever it ends up being, I think Goldberg's going to win because I think putting the belt on whoever Goldberg faces just to put it back on Roman because you know Roman's going to win it at some point. I don't yeah, think Yeah, unfortunately, yeah. I mean, I, when I say some point, I mean sooner. I'm not saying oh they're going to wait another 6 months. They've waited long enough for the coronation of Roman Reigns. I don't think they're going to wait another 6 months <laughs> until SummerSlam or Rumble or Mania next year. Mm-hmm. Um I don't think him pulling out is going to hinder his status in the company with the company saying, "Oh, you know, we can't trust you to be a company guy." But I don't think I don't see that happen. It's Roman Reigns. Like I, well, I just yeah, don't see the that guy, happening. the guy has had leukemia. Like, like what he did was totally understandable. So I don't think they would be logical in doing that. I get, I get the argument that he probably should have come to that conclusion earlier. But you know, I mean, is whatever. You know, he showed up and he said, "I don't want to do it." I mean, it's his choice. You can't really blame the guy for that. But that's my opinion. Um, I think Goldberg holds on to it because I think they want to have Roman be the one to beat Goldberg and not someone else because it would just be like, oh, they hold it for a month and then Roman beats that person. I mean, you could. That's a that's the definition of a transitional champion. Eh. Mm-hmm. It's not like, again, it's fucking PC shows and it's not like Goldberg's... It doesn't really matter. Goldberg being champion for another month ain't going to kill anyone. It depends on who he faces. Like, if it's Matt Riddle, like, oh, that'd be sick. But, like, I don't see it happening. I mean, the guy's one half of the NXT Tag Team Champions. I mean, that would be random. Although it would be cool to see Goldberg and Matt Riddle have like a real fight in the middle of the ring. As entertaining as that would be, I don't see it happening. Um, but, you know, from the SmackDown side, there's Sheamus doesn't have a WrestleMania match. Braun Strowman doesn't have a WrestleMania match. Jeff Hardy doesn't have a WrestleMania match. A lot of people without a match. If they don't do the Wyatt thing like I proposed earlier. Either way, I don't really care who it is. Um, I, I do think Goldberg walks out as champion. And if nothing else, hopefully this does not mean, hopefully this means rather, that it's not main eventing Mania as was originally rumored. I think this was supposed to be the final match on Mania Night 2, which would have been giving me an excuse to turn out, you know, turn off the show early. But thankfully, they're not doing that, I would assume, because that would just be dumb. But uh, RJ, your thoughts on the whole Universal Championship uh, uh, debacle here? What's going on? Um, I mean, I think. I, I, I mean, I understand his, his concerns and stuff, but, I mean, this is something... I mean, we all saw it come down the pipeline that eventually states were going to start shutting stuff down, and, I, I mean, I think everyone kind of knew where it was going. Mm-hmm. So, I think... I mean, I know the company's not going to be, like, pissed at him, but, I mean, I think, realistically, they should have... If they were that... The company itself should have been more proactive with the whole situation, just like the country in general. I agree. That they should have seen, oh, this is coming... Maybe, like, we should start doing some stuff a little bit earlier and then ask the talent what they think. If they say that, they're like, oh, I'd rather just get it done now. Just keep it now. Like, you knew it was going to get to the point that you're going to have to tape the show. <laughs> yeah. So that mm-hmm. tape the well in advance. And then if anything else changed in that, like you said, people got hurt or whatever, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm not mad at him, but I think it does kind of suck because they were, like, like, the whole point of putting the championship on Roman or on Goldberg was for Roman to beat him. So it's kind of dumb in that aspect because, I mean, I have also seen rumors that they said that Roman's 
like going to be gone for a while. Like it's not just like a WrestleMania thing. Mm-hmm. So like, like just Goldberg champion for like fucking months now. Like which I definitely don't want. Um, so like, but then like whoever beats him, it's like whoever like you said, it's like it could be either Sheamus, Strowman, Jeff Hardy. Like those guys are kind of all like lost in the shuffle right now. So I mean, if they beat Goldberg, it's like how, what like does that make the champion like? Like, like, I don't, like, what does that do for the championship, I guess? Because yeah. then, like, who do they face? Like, it's just kind of like a, it kind of screws up the whole, it makes, it, honestly, it just, like, defines SmackDown to a T. Just a fucking <laughs> It show. does. <laughs> it just, like, the show, like, since it's gone to Fox, the show's been so fucking unbearable and unwatchable. The dog food and all the stupid matches they've had. Like, I've enjoyed the tag team stuff, but it's, like, the same guys every week. Like, yep. kind of been getting old and... I don't know, like, I like SmackDown, but I just think, like, they've just been very poorly done the show. Like, they've forced it on, I don't know, I could go to tangent on SmackDown. I just, I like SmackDown, but since they've gone to Fox, the show's been fucking terrible, so. Yeah. I, I mean, have Goldberg win here, I guess. I don't know who he's facing, so, like, I don't know. I guess Goldberg wins, but if Roman's out for a while, I would just say whoever he's faced to lose it to it. Because I don't yeah. want Goldberg champion for another fucking six months yeah you might as well pull the trigger here if it's not going to be on an episode of smackdown i didn't know that i haven't heard anything about that but that would make sense so if roman's gone for a while or until this thing blows over which again it could be a while then yeah i would take the title off of goldberg but as of right now i think we're all gonna say wait did you say goldberg alexis or did you say whoever he was facing no i said whoever he's facing. i'm saying he's losing okay okay i think i think he's facing i think i think he's winning i'm sorry wait you, you said whoever he's facing is winning the title alexis yeah. Okay, to clarify. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, and I think I think he's retaining. That we don't know. It's hard to say. It's hard to say. I it's, guess it's, some... the whole thing is a big question mark right it's now. It's a mess. Just because this has never happened before, so it's like how, like what's gonna happen? Who can knows? We, can we just agree that it's stupid that the company's known about this for a week and they're still promoting the match like it's happening? Like come on. I know. Dude. Roman it's Reigns. Embarrassing. I mean, I mean here's the th- like, thing: is like they could like it's not confirmed. It's just like dirt sheets. Like they could just be like, "Oh, last minute Roman Reigns, like something happened." Like I, I mean, I understand. Like obviously, the thing is, if they pull out now and then, like I don't know, it's a Roman Reigns. So like, I understand why they keep promoting because they want people to watch the fucking show. So if they keep saying Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, just because the dirt sheets say he's not wrestling, we don't know for a fact he's not wrestling. I agree with you, but Roman actually said himself on his Instagram and on his social media, he's not going to be there. It's a work. It's a work. <laughs> I don't know. It's I mean, a work. I would totally, I would say like, okay, we have no, it's other. From, I understand where they're coming from because they've, they've, they've put a lot of, uh, a lot of time into this feud. So, I mean, you can't just be like, when we go, oh, like now it's not happening. I don't know. I think that's a wait to the night off and be like, oh, Goldberg can't compete or Roman Reigns can't compete. Goldberg's an defendant, like, open challenge, and somehow comes out and faces him. I don't know. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, if Roman didn't say anything, I'd be like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Like, it's only dirt sheet stuff. But, like, people, like, that follow Roman, that watch, that are looking forward to the match, are like, okay, we know he's not going to be there. So why are they still advertising it? I don't know. That's, again, I like you RJ just said, that's SmackDown to a T, so I can't say I'm surprised. Hey, maybe should... Roman Reigns isn't fighting, but Joe Anawahi is. Huh? <laughs> huh? Huh? It's Lance Anawahi. <laughs> Mr. Marceau, oh, I forgot to put this in my WrestleMania 34 review, but because Roman's not there, does the Annoy family still riot when he loses, when he doesn't win the belt? Oh, easily. <laughs> Lance and Hawaii, woof woof. 
Fuck like you, Nye family. When the Fatu brothers go to AEW and welcome everyone to the Fatu prison uh, correctional facility. <laughs> oh, God. RJ Alexis really, really wants the Usos in AEW bad. Oh, that'd be awesome. The Fatu correctional facility. <laughs> Fatu correctional facility. Versus um Santana and Ortiz. Take my money. Take my money. Oh, God. Take, take my pesos. How about that? <laughs> We get to the main event for the WWE Championship. Another match I think could very well go either way, given the current circumstances. Brock Lesnar, Drew McIntyre, super pumped for this. Great build. Kind of sucks we haven't seen Drew on Raw recently. Don't know why that is. Maybe he can't fly in. I I, I honestly assume that must be the case, because otherwise, why wouldn't he have been there? Either way, um, this should be great. Hopefully, this could be very, very good, or it could be really, really bad. So we'll see. Um, If it's like a straight-up squash, then it won't be. The question becomes... Does Drew get his big moment here in front of nobody? Or do they risk ruining his momentum by waiting until SummerSlam? I say put the belt on him here, especially if you're going to have Goldberg retain. Having Goldberg and Brock walk out as champion on the same mania is a big fuck you. And Undertaker, like, come on, fuck you. Um, I think Drew has got to win here. I think if you wait till SummerSlam, it, part of me is skeptical because he's so popular right now. I don't know if he's still going to be as popular in six months. I mean, with crowds, every, everyone's going to be over. Titus O'Neil's going to be over in front of the crowd because, you know, the crowd's going to be a lot rowdier because they've gone to that wrestling for so long. But um, I don't know. I just feel like it might be a Lex Luger type situation where come August, it might not. Drew might not be the hot hand anymore. It might be an AJ or it might be an Orton. Or it might be a, I mean, not Ricochet. That guy's buried beyond belief. But, like, it could be anyone else but Drew. Um, I don't know. So I'm going to say Drew wins the belt here, but I am op- I am very skeptical about... I mean, Brock winning wouldn't be the worst thing ever, but I feel like if you do it at SummerSlam in front of an actual crowd, I don't know, Drew might... He might lose a lot of momentum by then, and we know Vince McMahon changes his mind more than he changes his pants every time he sees Roman Reigns. So, I mean, with that being said, like, he might sour on Drew in the next month or two. So I would put the belt on him here while they're still super high on him, and we know that... WWE is willing to make him the champion. So, um, Alexis, I'll start with you. Brock, Drew, who walks out the new WWE champion? Is now the time to put the belt on Drew, or do you wait until an actual audience is there for it? I think Drew's going to win. I think it's about time. Um, I th- Unfortunately, this isn't the match with, like, it, it's not the top priority match, which really sucks because it deserves the top priority spot. It's probably going to be like one of the main events of one of the nights, but I just feel like it doesn't have as much weight to it as it did. Like as the idea of it did when drew won the rumble and then when he picked Brock. So that's unfortunate, but I think, I think Drew's winning. I, I don't see, I don't see Brock retaining here unless something weird happens in the end. Mm-hmm. What about you, RJ? Who ultimately wins in the end, the WWE title Brock or Drew McIntyre? Has to be McIntyre. I, I completely agree with you. I mean, I understand people want him to win in front of a crowd, but, I mean, it's also on these people who want him to win in the crowd are the same people who are going to turn on him in three months. <laughs> exactly. That's, this is one thing that wrestling fans hate to acknowledge is that they're basically the ones that push and de-push superstars. Um, so you can be behind someone one month and then they win the title. And when you turn your back on them three months later, then they're just not as special. Mm-hmm. So I can go see people behind Drew right now. You lose that mania. And by the time SummerSlam comes down, there's someone, the new shiny toy is there. And he's just another guy. Mm-hmm. So I, mean, I think you pull the trigger now. I understand it's not 
what they really want it to be. But, I mean, they wait till SummerSlam. I just don't think he'll be even close to the guy he is now. I completely agree. The bottom line, wrestling fans are fucking fickle. Put the belt on Drew while you can. More important question, Mr. Marceau, to close, to close this thing out, who is Papa Marceau rooting for on Sunday, Brock or Drew? Brock. Brock? He's sticking with Brock, doesn't like the meaty McIntyre. Oh, oh God. Big Brock guy. <laughs> is he hoping Goldberg walks out still the champion too? I mean, yeah, he said that Roman Reigns is afraid to face Goldberg. That's why he pulled out. I might hear that guy explode with excitement if both Brock and Goldberg win this week, and I, just, I, don't, know if I, I don't know if he can handle that. Uh, I can't handle that. <laughs> That's WrestleMania 36 in a nutshell. I was going to say in a nutshell, but we spent an hour and a half talking about it, so not really in a nutshell. But uh, that's all the matches on tap of the card. Maybe more matches will be added. God, I hope not. 16 is so goddamn much. And as far as I know, I think that's the most amount of matches we've had in the Mania, maybe even ever. So it's certainly up there. I'm looking forward to the show. Um, I think, I mean, this is me. This is the Mark and me talking. I'm looking forward to WrestleMania. Fans, no fans. I think it'll be fun. Two nights, you know, gives you something to do for two days out of the week with no takeover to, uh, formal takeover, that is. And uh, I don't know. I think if done the right way, this can be a fun show. That Dynamite a couple weeks ago where Brody Lee showed up and, um, you know, Broken Mad and whatever, I love that show. And there was no there was no one there for it. So, again, I think it goes to show that any company, while they still can put on shows, can um, have a fun show if done the right way. So, uh, uh, Mr. Marceau, your final thoughts on WrestleMania and your expectations for the event. No, I'm definitely excited. I've, I've, we've talked about this via text. I mean, especially what's going on now with no sports and stuff. I understand no arena. Like, fans, no fans there. It does suck. But just, like, with everything about going on right now in the, in the world and the country itself, just everything's all about COVID-19. Like, we need some distractions. And I, I understand that it's not the not what people want it to be. But, I mean, it's just two nights of don't have to worry about COVID-19 being a freaking – epicenter of everything you watch it mm-hmm. just I mean, it's just two nights for people just that f- familiarity of just like regularity going on just like wrestling on when it's supposed to be on just like gets you out of that mindset of what's like kind of going on it gets you out of reality for a little bit and i think it's gonna be a fun show i mean it's some of the matches i give two shits about but <laughs> it happens every year so i mean i yeah. think it should be a good show and I don't expect it to be a train wreck like people are just freaking out that it's going to be. Yeah, I knew nothing nothing new on that front. Like, certain matches you don't care about, that's been happening since WrestleMania started. So, I mean, that's that's nothing new. But, uh, yeah, I, I don't... I mean, again, it could be a shit show. Who knows? But at least we'll have fun ripping it apart in the weeks to come if it is. So, either way, I think it's a win-win. But, um, yeah, I ultimately definitely agree. It's the ultimate escape from reality is WrestleMania, this whole COVID-19 bullshit going on right now. Um, Alexis, your closing thoughts. I'm excited. Um, the whole thing sucks, and I really wish they put WrestleMania off until the summer, but they can't, you know, they really can't do that if they're going to be taping shows and everything, so they're making the best of what they have, so I'm excited to see what happens, mostly because this has never happened before, so I'm excited to see what they do with it. As am I. Looking forward to it. Well, if nothing else, we have WrestleMania 37. Look forward to Mr. Marceau getting hitched, going on his honeymoon in the year from now. But hopefully Alexis and I will be there in Los Angeles for WrestleMania 37, which is uh, very much something to look forward to. Mania 35 weekend was great. The Mania 33 weekend that RJ and I were in attendance for was awesome, too. You were at WrestleMania 30, RJ. What, what is your ultimate favorite moment from any Mania that you've been to? Favorite moment, Jesus Christ! And what's the best show? Thirty? Is that your favorite like mania that, that you've been to? My favorite show out of the three, I would say thirty, then thirty-five, then thirty-three. Okay, yeah. It's funny though because it's like 
30, I probably did the least amount leading into it. Like, I, I got to New Orleans, like, the night of and just went to the show. I didn't do anything. 33, we did, like, a couple of the access things. And then last year, we kind of did the whole shebang. So, I mean, I've kind of done all three. I've kind of just showed up, done a little bit, and done a ton. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would still say 30 is my favorite show. I think they have just bigger moments and just... I mean, I was just more invested. I, the people that won were I was most invested. I mean, I love Becky, too. So, I mean, that was definitely big last year. Mm-hmm. 33 was just kind of a good show. I didn't really have any, like, big moments, I would say. So, I would definitely see 30 is my favorite, 35, and 33. Um, but just, like, Brian winning, Becky winning, the streak ending, um, Hardy Boys coming back. That was probably the biggest moment. <laughs> um, besides, uh, like, the crappy neighborhood it was in. But uh, <laughs> The projects over there. I enjoyed 35. I mean, I got home at like 1.30, went to right to bed. I didn't have to sit around like the peasants at WrestleMania. But, uh, <laughs> Fuck you. Oh, poor, poor you. You went to bed at 1.30. Oh, I was tucked in my uh, holiday <laughs> in by 1.30. Okay. <laughs> um, I felt the rain like the peasant wrestling fans. Um, <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I, I think it's going to be a good show. I'm, I obviously, hopefully in the future, plan on going to more WrestleMania's, but at this rate, hopefully going to SummerSlam and Hang out with you guys. That's kind of my plan at this point. Looking forward to it. Um, Alexis, your favorite Mania moment from last year is your first your first pay-per-view was a WrestleMania. Lucky you. But uh, what was your favorite moment, Mania moment from last year? Um, I would say, like, seeing Joan Jett live, that was really awesome. Um, I don't know. Just the, the whole pay-per-view was, was amazing because it, it's more of a... It's, it's more yeah. of an experience. Yeah, exactly. It's more of a spectacle. And... Um, all the fireworks and everything was was really nice too. I I guarantee you staying up until you know four a.m. because we we had got back to our hotel like four in the morning. That wasn't our favorite <laughs> part. So <laughs> <Loser>. <laughs> that fucking sucked, but that was a fun show to be at. Yeah, I can't wait for next year. It's going to be a fun time. People can check out all new episodes of WrestleRant Radio every single Thursday right here on NextAirWrestling.net. Also on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Play. Check out all the other past prediction panels that Mr. Uh, Mr. Marceau and I have done here on the show. I think RJ's probably been a part of every single one of these WrestleMania prediction shows, maybe save for one, over the last five or six years. Love to keep the streak going. Looking forward to next year. You can find Mr. Marceau on Twitter at RG underscore Marceau. You can find Alexis on Twitter at Lex the Giacomo and myself at WrestleRant. So, RJ, Alexis, thanks for joining me. Had a great time. Enjoy WrestleMania. Sounds good, GSM. Yay. I'm Graham GSM Matthews for RJ Alexis. We'll catch your ass down the road to WrestleMania. And I-